It's the Aftermath. You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. It's the Aftermath. Aftermath. Welcome to the Aftermath. 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 Aftermath, man. Go ahead and pull up a chair. Hey guys, welcome to the After Laugh. Uh, it's Bill Dawes here with Tommy Wakefield. Hey, hey, good to be We're here. We're just going to do one of our own special little catch-up friendship episodes. <laughs> um, we've already done a little preamble. We've talked about some things ranging from... Uh, male Kegels. Male Kegels. Mm-hmm. To women around the world. <laughs> to uh, sexual therapy, which... Tommy's mother is a sex therapist. Yeah, check her so, out, ChelseaWakefield.com. <laughs> Chelsea, is that really her? ChelseaWakefield.com. Yeah, getting, getting the plug. One of you guys, please troll Tommy's mom. No, please don't. <laughs> now you have to. She's okay. a nice lady. She's a very nice lady. Is she hot? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's code for yeah. She's kind of hot. <laughs> she's she's. Because if you ask me if my mom's hot, oh, is your mom hot? Not at all. <laughs> okay, all right. So your mom's kind of hot. I mean, she's she's a nice lady. Have, have, any of your, have, have any of your friends been like, yo, Tommy? I mean, here's the thing. All of my friends growing up, we would make jokes about sleeping with each other's moms. So it wasn't like... Welcome to North Carolina, people. We were, It was like... Uh, the funny thing is the friend with the least hot mom is the one we would always make the most jokes about. Like, yes. Hey, we are... Hey, yeah, but they wouldn't make jokes I mean? about sleeping with Tommy's mom because they wanted to. Oh, my God. It's too close to home. I want to read you an article <laughs> okay. um, before we get started. Every night, little boys and girls from across the world go to sleep thinking of how spectacular it would be to one day visit the Pyramids of Giza, the only remaining original ancient wonder of the world. Did you know that, Tommy? I did not. Earlier today, a 40-year-old American tourist finally got to live the fantasy of visiting the historic site, though he opted for spicing up his sex life with a nude by the pyramids what instead. What publication is this? Quickly landing himself in troubled waters. <laughs> As seen on local <laughs> media reports. By the way, this is all over the news, like broadcast yeah. news. I had a, I met someone, a comic. I'm going to give a shout. Khaled Kamakawa. I forget his last name. An Egyptian <laughs> guy. And he said he heard about it in Australia. Oh, my God. Because I talked about it. He goes, oh, you are that guy. I heard about that. Anyway, as seen on local media reports, the tourist recently landed from Jeddah. Shout out to Jeddah. And soon after, he was at the Pyramids of Giza, presumably for the first time. Presumably. He was caught by security forces while he was snapping a selfie with his pants down, attempting to capture a photo of his buttocks with the pyramids as a backdrop. Now, let me ask you a question, Tommy. You and you're me- saying this is untrue. Okay, let's just break down the logic here. Okay, okay. Okay. While I was snapping a selfie of your with own. my pants down with the pier how am I going to take a photo, a selfie behind you behind me with the pyramid. with the pyramid the amount of orchestration it would take in order to do like are the, the framing is the apex gonna be in my crack? Like how is that gonna work? I mean, that would be a good shot if it was like my butt crack and then the the top of the pyramid was like right up at the butt, like right at the taint. Yeah. And uh, and I was that able- Emmanuel Lubetsky but, level. So meanwhile, there are tourists everywhere. There are kids everywhere. All, and all of a sudden, I'm apparently staging this selfie butt shot in front of the pyramids. Yeah. So it's obviously absurd. Mm-hmm. There's nothing correct about that. Um, yeah. This is he definitely was, an accomplished crime. While he was- Like they make it seem like they, 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 they got me. Right when I put my anyway, he was quickly escorted to El Haram Police Station, guys. And if you're going to Cairo, can I recommend uh, where prosecutors? I mentioned the fact that in the police station, in the precinct, everyone smoked. Yes, I mean everyone smoked, mm-hmm. and they would just ash on the floor. Yeah, I mean without even any thought. And I just remember thinking... Um, and you said there was someone with a broom, maybe? And then every once in every hour, a woman would come up with a broom. Yeah. With a, a you know, a, a head wrap. A Muslim woman would come and clean all up. Huh? I guess it's just how things... But everyone had... It was so bizarre to watch. Anyway, okay. He was... Escort further and further said he'd... <laughs> where prosecutors concluded that the tourist is gay... 
and further said he'd been plotting, I love the word, plotting, <laughs> to use the photos to attract other homosexuals on Facebook. <laughs> on Facebook. So let me just, let me just. I love they're acting like homosexuals are still on Facebook. <laughs> Come on, what year is it? Yeah, homosexuals on Facebook. So nothing about this is true. First of all, I'm not <laughs> gay, Dad. No, um, Google the Taurus is gay, and he'd been plotting to use the photos to attract other homosexuals on Facebook. First of all, how am I? Do I have Facebook friends that live in Cairo? Is that the assumption there? Well, you do now. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were trying to get some. Uh, that is such a bizarre. I don't know. I'm just trying to logistically figure out. Once they saw those out. salty cheeks. <laughs> I'm trying to logistically figure out like how that would work in their brain. I showed up and I said, I'm going to take a picture of my butt in front of the pyramids. <laughs> you didn't just show up. You were plotting. I was plotting. <laughs> you devised this genius plan. I had, like, I had like a circle compass and a protractor and I came up with like a blueprint. A whole garage full of red string. <laughs> Doesn't take this butt shot. Yeah. So, yeah, I plot. So then I. So I take the picture, right, according to them, and then I download it to Facebook. Now, there's a logic hole, number one, because they don't have any internet in <laughs> Egypt. So downloading the photo is going to take two and a half days. It's yeah. like old school DSL with the, we'd try to download porn, and you'd have to like go to dinner and come back for a booby to appear. All right. You just hope it Wait. freezes on a boob, you know? <laughs> yeah, Tommy, I'm looking at you. You're like, you're like I'm 24, Bill. <laughs> You're way too old. I I used dial-up. I played RuneScape. You did? Okay. So um, so then I would I would upload the picture of my buttocks, and then put it on Facebook, and say, "Hey, homosexuals, c- come and get it." <laughs> Here I am. You know where the pyramid is, right? That's where I'll be. Butt out. Um. So I don't know. First of all, if I wanted to, here's how you attract other homosexuals. Mm-hmm. You go, hey, I'm a homosexual. Done. Done. You go to a gay bar. You go, hey, I'm here. Yeah. I'm hairless. Boom. <laughs> I'm hairless. Dicks in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that I mean, was how you do it, you know. Hey, come on now. But yeah, you're a good I'm just man. I'm just saying, if you want to... If, Tommy, if you wanted some bears to attack you, believe me, it'd be, it'd be very easy for you to go down to Rage tonight at 10 p.m., Find hey the man, glory hole. I've had them, um, you know, scratching, knocking on the door before. Uh, really very friendly. I have a lot of, you know, uh, gay, yeah, I, lo- I, lo- I love gay guys. Gay guys, gay give, friends give are me very so friendly. much self esteem, self esteem, confidence. Yeah, I'd always good this... clapbacks. Yeah, that's you know? true. I always had the joke. I said when I was in my twenties, and people thought I was gay. Like when I was your age, and mm-hmm. I was like out of graduate school, and people thought I was gay. Like, oh my god, do I? Was it the Was it the dancing? Yeah, it was probably rollerblading with a tank top. <laughs> yeah. But it was the dancing, too. I was a go-go dancer. I was like, am I gay? Do I look gay? Do I smell gay? Am I oozing gay vibe? What, what? Now people think I'm gay. I'm like, I still got it. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Um, anyway, so apparently somehow I was going to- be gonna... a good actor, you got to be fluid. Yeah. You know so what I mean? So I need, I need my buttocks shot in front of the pyramids to attract a gay. I can't just be myself. I get, my butt just can't be in my bed. I can't lie in my bed I with mean, my butt. And attract these, a... these foreign homophobes are pretty. They're not really plugged into the culture. Yeah. Um, with his phone and documents confiscated, the tourist remains in police custody pending further investigations. I love that. Pending. Okay, Sherlock, your investigation. Um, oh, God, so funny. So that was Egypt for you. So I, as you know, <laughs> I – yeah, that was I – hope, hope, I want to write – what can I do about this? I feel like I want to – can someone please text – Tommy at his mom's phone number. Oh my god! You know, can someone please give suggestions what to do? I feel like I should write to the Huffington Post or write to these in, these papers in Egypt and say, "Listen, assholes, before you defame me, um, you should know the facts, and then wait till an Egyptian mob comes over and murders me in my apartment." Mm. Um, I don't know. I probably won't do anything, but it's interesting. So, after Egypt, I uh, went to Paris. Did we talk about that? And we we like very well. okay. brushed over it. And then came back for only a few hours, and I'm flying standby. Maz Jabrani, shout out to mazjabrani.com, had, had a show in uh, Singapore. Uh, not Singapore, in uh, Sydney, Australia. Now, Tommy, have you been to Australia? I have not. I hope to go someday. 
What do you think? What do you know about Australia? Like, what do you think you know about Australia? All right, I know they got big ass bugs, big bugs, giant bugs. Uh huh. They've got the ruse. Kangaroo Jack is from Australia. I think all the kangaroos are from Australia, and uh, Kangaroo Jack for sure. All the women are tall. All the men are buff. You know. Uh huh. This is just what I've heard. Yep. Uh, they have. Uh, they had a coral reef before we destroyed it. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, Everybody talks like it's a question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, no? Okay, let me say this. Everything you said is wrong. <laughs> okay. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, so we go to Sydney. Now, Sydney, is, they have the big opera house. Mm-hmm. That's the one building they have. That's the one building. It's actually a really, really beautiful, beautiful city. And we performed in a place called Luna Park in a big theater for 1,500 people. Great. So they have like... Their theaters inside uh, amusement parks, like King's Dominion, and there'll be a theater for the comics. Wow, it's it's very odd, right? Um, so I went there. I performed for Maz's crowd, which is a very like. Uh, I just like that you've been to King's Dominion. <laughs> yeah, in uh, Virginia. In Virginia, yeah, hell of yeah. course, that's man. A great, that's a great park. Aren't there a few King's Dominions? And is that like or Six Flags? I should say that for the yeah. kids. King's Dominion, though. That's we used OG to go there. shit. <laughs> yeah, we Bush Gardens, there. bitch? Are you kidding me? Fuck yeah, Dolly World. And Williams? What's Dolly World? Dolly World is Dolly Parton's amusement park. Oh, it's a real amusement park. <laughs> yeah, I think it's in uh, uh, Kentucky or Nashville. What are, are the rides like? Legit rides? Or is it just like uh, yeah, her, I think they got some roller coasters. Are, is they got shaped roller coasters. Like, like SeaWorld has roller coasters. You know? oh, okay, like SeaWorld. Okay. The Manta Ray. The Manta Ray. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry. So um, 1,500 people. So... We go there, and then I didn't think about it much because the next show, this is the 20th. The next show wasn't until the 26th. So I'm just stranded in Australia for five days after that. And I don't know. I had had no plan. Hmm. So, Tommy, you're like me. You're not that smart. (laughs) You're in Sydney. You have no plan. Uh, What do you do? Now, I guess somehow in my head I've just figured, let me rent a car and drive along the coast. Right. Now, here's what most people would know and I didn't really think about. It's winter in Australia now. Mm. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. So, why the f- I rented a car. Now, I rented a car and, of course, as you know, they drive on the other side of the road. Right. So, the steering wheel's on the other side of the road. I did not know that Australia was like that. Yeah. I thought it was England and Japan. By the way, there are a lot more countries than we know that do that. Really? People think, oh, it's England and Japan and mm. Australia, but it's also New Zealand. It's also Malaysia. Really? It's also Singapore. It's huh. also, yeah, tons of places. Lefties, huh? So so when you rent a car and you've never driven that way, you're driving with a car and you're like, oh, this is kind of cool. And you just, your brain goes, okay, just stay to the left. But you forget other things like the turn signal is on the other side too. So I'm hitting the wiper fluid. The wiper fluid. <laughs> Every two seconds, yeah. what I'm trying to indicate, and um, it be- it's re- it's really uncomfortable. And yeah, I almost murdered like dozens of people. <laughs> Not to mention the fact I don't know where I'm going, right. so I'm looking at my phone for the GPS, oh, no. and I'm driving on the wrong side. So I uh, barely survived. So I was driving around Sydney, and I don't know what I thought. I thought that I would know Al Dabeni, where he would want to hang out with me. I thought that if you knew anyone in Australia. Yeah. And you showed up as an American. You were like a conquering hero, and they would be so honored and roll out the red carpet. Like, we have an American visiting us. Right, yeah. Maybe in the Obama administration. So Al DeBenny didn't care. He's like, hey, I'm with my family here. Maybe back when JFK was president. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they don't give a shit. It's not like we meet a woman in Australia, and they're like, oh, my God, you're an American. Uh, Not at all. (laughs) So um, it was very lonely. And I was like, what the hell do I do? So the good news is that this comic that I worked with, Joe White, shout out at Joe White Official. He um he opened I love comic handles. Yeah, I know, it's great. Joe White Official, the real Joe White. The real Joe White. The I'm one and Joe only. White. <laughs> Joe Wright comedy. Joe Oh god damn it. Um so <laughs> he he opened for me. And I I want to tell you about Joe White's story in, in a second. He when I was in jail in uh Cairo, Maz was like Fucking Bill does. So he got another comic to take my place. Right. For Singapore and for other shows. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to FaceTime from jail. I just showed up. Like, I'm coming anyway. Boss, can you still pay me? Yeah. Um, but he had booked another comic on a few of the shows. 
This guy, Joe White. Now, Joe White is an Ethiopian. That's the good news. The bad news, he was raised in Sudan. So, like, Ethiopian, but raised in Sudan. So, it's like, he got even shittier. Uh, he was a street kid. Like, grew up on the streets. Yeah. Like, begging for food. Damn. Like, World Vision commercial. Um, and uh, and now he's a comic, and he's doing really well. So, he, he saw my set, and uh, I've always heard this. For the past 10 years, whatever you think about my comedy, whatever you think what style it is, whatever the fuck, people have always said, Australians will love you. Really? I more than anything, you got to go to Australia. They will love you in Australia. So Joe goes, hey, he goes, he goes can you do uh, a place called the Comics Lounge in Melbourne? Yeah. Is this in, does he perform mostly in Australia, Joe, now? Yeah, he's, he's an Australian got comic. Got it. So he goes, like his family was able to escape from the Sudan. Right. To because, because of, guess why? Too much raping. Damn. So they had, they left to, they got, they finally were able to, I mean, his story is like, I'm like. Refugees. Can I find, can I write this story and Incredible. win like 5,000 Oscars, please? Yeah. Um, And now he's this really well-polished, really Cast nice someone guy else comic. to play him. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> it's Hollywood. Yeah, have Denzel Washington play him. So, um. It was an uh, incredible story. Anyway, so uh, I went down to, and then again in my head, I'm like, well, how do I get to Melbourne from Sydney? I'll just drive. Right? Yeah. How big a country is it? <laughs> You're thinking it's like Texas. Yeah, of course, it's a nine-hour drive. But I'm thinking, well, what a beautiful drive. Right. Through through the Australian outback. I don't know what the fuck it is. The Australian countryside, whatever. And everyone's like, "No, it's it's boring as fuck. There's nothing. It's just desert." Yeah. So I flew, and the flights are like, you know, two whatever, two hundred bucks. I go down to Comics Humble Lounge. Brag. I go down <laughs> two hundred bucks. Nothing for me. Just what I made on the show. <laughs> so I go down to Comics Lounge in Melbourne. So check this out. This is what's happening in, in Australia right now in Melbourne, which okay. I think Melbourne's kind of like the the cultural center of Australia. Yes. Although people from Sydney would disagree. So, uh, <laughs> Comics Lounge, it's a Tuesday night. Yeah. I go there. Eight o'clock show. Mm-hmm. Go into this theater. F- 500 people. N- no headliner. No big names. No TV stars. Wow. And I'm headlining the show. People love comedy. People love comedy. Great. People are going to shows because they love comedy. And because of Joe vouching for me, I was able to basically be the last comic of the night, which was the headlining spot. Yeah. And I don't know if you know this about Australia as well. A lot of places, other countries do this. They have intermissions. Huh. So the show had three acts. I don't know if they call acts like three tier one, tier two. Tier, I don't know. Something like that. Periods or some shit. Three they peri- call yeah. Like something. So period one had like tests, three comic <laughs> and then three. And then like whatever. It was very bizarre. They had two different intermissions hmm. and that's just how they do things. And everybody stayed. Everybody stays. Great. So I'm thinking by the time I go on stage as a last comic and this is after Two and a half hours. It's going to be. Everyone said it. it was like five hundred people, and that first night. And you know me well enough. I don't say this as so much. I. <laughs> fucking cre- I mean, I crushed it in a way that I was like, I was like, have I found my home? <laughs> I'm never going back. Are these my people? I'll tell you where I crushed it the most. And this is a joke that, that Tommy does not like I do. Does not like I do. I'm speaking like Yoda now. Where I talked about getting a, a BJ from vegan. I, go, <laughs> I guess she's not vegan. I guess she's not really vegan. Uh-huh. Not a great joke, but it sets up what I want to talk about next. Sure. I mean, so they go, yeah. huh? It's a big laugh. And then I say... Oh, you know, you guys are really receptive. I had to change the approach. I go, you guys are really receptive to that joke. In America, people groan because blowjobs are bad. Blowjobs represent the patriarchy. You can't talk about subjugating women and blah, blah, blah. And then I say, Trump said make America great again. And when I, you know when America was great for me? I don't want to get too emotional, but you know what was great for me? America was great for me when you could push a woman's head a little bit. They erupted. <laughs> That's not even the that's not even the part of the joke. That part will never get a laugh. Oh yeah. In West that's the Hollywood. worst part of the joke. Huh? 
That's the worst part of the joke. The worst part of the joke. And then with the tags, you kind of like. Then the tags, I, I'm, I'm finally able to get them back. But I go, I go. When you could push women's head a little bit, and they fucking they lost loved it. their minds. Oh shit. And then I go, well, I don't mean a lot. I don't mean a lot, guys. Calm down. I'm not talking about like, Arr! I just mean a nudge, like a two finger, the back of the shoulder type of nudge. Not 80s porn star, suck that dick, but 90s yoga teacher, enjoy my essence. <laughs> 90s yoga teacher. Um, that whole, through all the tags, I'm like, yeah. I can't touch a girl's hair. She's like, what are you doing? You know, the whole thing. Crush, 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 crush. Yeah. Applause break. Damn. To the point where I was like, I'm I mean, back. literally like, these people are right. This is for some reason. <laughs> this is your first time in Australia? First time in Australia. Incredible. So, and I got off stage. And by the way, you crowd surfing. In LA, in LA, this doesn't happen. Nowhere in the world does this happen. I get off stage. There are these two young comics there. And they literally said to me, they said, How did you do that? <laughs> how, how were you able to do that? I was like, Do what? <laughs> How can you do comedy like that? Incredible. <laughs> like, master, show me the way. I mean, it turns out these guys were in comedy for like three minutes. So right, like, oh, yeah. sure. It was, they weren't like the veteran comics there, obviously. But um, it was such a – they basically <laughs> – the thing, the feedback I got was that – and by the way, great Australian comics, obviously, tons yeah. of them. Uh, but the feedback I got was that the the acting physical comedy punchline hybrid comic mm -hmm. according to them doesn't really exist so acting and comedy don't really merge in australia and a lot of my huh. best bits are bits that i act out sure um so maybe here it's considered hacky or it's considered club no. comic-y or yeah. it's considered like people can kind of give oh he's an act hour like most of my remember, favorite comics are a little bit physical yeah because uh, you got physical comics and then you got the stool comics you yeah, know what I mean exactly and I think maybe Australia lends is, is closer to English comedy which is mm. a little bit more like here's my clever wordplay a little bit here's stiff my, uh, yeah it's more about the language which is which is great I mean I remember I did a show in, in Huntington Beach with Nicole Amy Schreiber yeah, she's great. She's the only comic I ever dated, by the way. <laughs> Shout out to Cole Schreiber. Yeah. And she goes, she said this comment, and it hurt me to my core. She said, um, oh, something, oh, I don't, something about my face. She goes, oh, yeah, his face is all the heavy lifting <laughs> in my act. Yeah. Meaning like you I- You do a lot of expressions. I do a lot. I mug. Hmm. Now, if you're an actor- and you heard that, like your, fa you like your face. That's great. No, as an actor, you're like, fuck you. Oh. You're saying that I'm, I'm fake, I'm indicating, I'm like, blah, 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 full of shit. Huh. But she made it as a very derogatory comment. Like, like uh, his face is all the heavy lifting, meaning like I mug my way through my... Now, that may or may not be the case, but whatever the bit is, in Australia, that shit was working. Yeah. So, okay, so that's that's the... they Then they asked me back the next night. I was like, I'm going to come back and double smack. And it wasn't quite as good. Yeah. Um, and then I had to go back to doing Mazda shows. Probably just because you had a little expectation in night two. Yeah, yeah. Night one, like, you went oh, in. Oh, yeah. I was like a little scared. Like, yeah, right. Because I remember saying, I was talking to someone beforehand. I said, oh, man, I'm not going to do that joke, that head pushing joke. Yeah. I can't do that here. A brand new crowd. First time at this club. A joke that is that right. weird and offensive to people and massage. And they're also a very PC crowd. Really? They are a very PC crowd, which is very weird because they're known for being a PC crowd and they pride themselves in being very woke. Melbourne. Melbourne. That they're the net. The, yeah. They're not like Perth. They're very woke. Perth. Perth is where you get dirty. Yeah. The dogs so, in Perth. <laughs> Bingos. So they're they're a good combination of woke, but also just open to hearing comedy. Yeah, which is weird because the two can run counter to each other, particularly now in America, totally. in yeah. LA, in San Francisco. They're like, we're woke, and if you say something, even if it's funny, if it doesn't hit their intersexual bracket criteria, they're gonna be like, fuck you, I'm out of here. Australians aren't wimps, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like they're like tough woke. Yeah, they're woke, but they're not like safe space woke. Totally. I don't think there's any safe spaces going in Australia. 
Yeah, yeah because they're all ex-cons. They're, they're from, they're, <laughs> yeah, they were a prisoner they got, island. They got that uh, that criminal gene. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and then then I got hired to do another show in a in a hotel room because mm-hmm. someone saw me at this and said, "Hey, so all the, and these are paid gigs." Hotel room. Wait like a just minute. someone's private hotel room? Well, it was a man, and then I don't remember the rest of it. I walked to know. <laughs> it was I don't know. It was like a, it was like in a conference room in a hotel or right. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> and that was we. Oh, this is great. This is I don't know why this is great to me. And they're like, you gotta keep the set. set. You gotta keep them tight. Like ten minute sets. Blah blah blah. So go up. I'm doing my set, and everyone's old. Completely different audience. Old mm. AF. And I'm looking at him just like, wow, you guys are old as shit. Are you getting anything I'm saying? But they're completely, even when, the, even Australians, even when they're bad crowds, they're so polite. So you're not going to get like hecklers like, hey, fuck you. It doesn't happen. Hmm. So are they drunk? Like, are they drinking a lot? I think so. Yeah. In Australia, I mean, that's like sure. their drinking culture. No, they're they're drunk is like their status quo. So you can't even tell if they're drunk. Um, and I'm going, <laughs> I'm going, I, I'm 12 minutes, 14 minutes. And I'm going. I've I've run the light, but there's yeah. no light because it's in a room. So I'm like, I got. Hey guys, thank you so much. I gotta get off stage. Bye. I get off stage. Pause. Nobody there. The MC comes running back up. Oh, hey guys, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. And that was the first comic on the show. So the other comic didn't show up. Oh. For for the test one bracket one tier test one, one yeah before intermission. And he goes, oh, man. The first other, wicket, you know. The first wicket. <laughs> right. Oh, the other comic didn't show up, so we wanted you to go longer. I go, yeah? He goes, I wish there was some way we could have told you to go longer. And I'm like, you just do the stretch sign. You look at me and you go, yeah. stretch. Or you do this with the fingers in a circle. Wrap it up. Or uh, yeah, let's, let's wrap it up. You you do like you or or like you go like just keep, keep going. going, keep yeah, going. Yeah, but there's but as a comic, you know, when you have stretch, they usually just do the fingers and they go stretch like stretch. yeah, or they slip you a note. But there's a lot of ways to be told to go keep going. Mm-hmm. But they're like, we don't. How do you tell a comic not to get off stage? I'm looking. I'm like, really? Is this how young comedy is in Australia that people don't really know Seems any like. of the etiquette and protocol for? And it was kind of cool and sweet, but I was just like, right. But probably was like, damn, I could have done 40 minutes. Yeah. Um, it's too late to just go back out there after the intermission. I know. I you can't, I don't know if, if, if anyone's ever seen that. Have you ever seen that or done that? Uh, I've never seen someone say it's the end and then come back out and keep going. It's a weird thing. That's, it, it happened to me one time where I did a set and I had a great, great set. They loved me. The MC came back on, blah, blah, blah. The other comic didn't show. Hmm. And then they brought me back, and it was like I'd just taken a dump in their grandmother's mouth. It was such a betrayal. Oh my god! For the people that I came back. Yeah. Like they loved me. Right. But when I when I got off stage and then they came back, they were like, "Fuck you, <laughs> you lying." It was. Oh my god. Yeah, and I and I and bombed. It did not do well. Did not do well. Oh. It was really weird, and, I, and, and then I and then I've heard over the years that that's what happens is when people go, "Oh, I'm, I'm back." They're like, "Ugh, we saw you. We're done." <laughs> um, it's not like music. No, not at all. Yeah, it's not like an encore. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I. Uh, so that was that. Now, <laughs> so I've been in Melbourne for a while. I fly to Brisbane, which is on the on the north coast, and um, I saw Arj Barker doing a. You know Arj Barker? No doing a corporate show right next to us. He was like a really well-known comic in America. He was in Flight, Flight of the Concords. He had a bunch of TV shows. Mm. Um, Is he one of the members of Flight of the Concords? No, but he was like their friend. Okay, yeah, okay. You, yeah. You'd he's in the show. Yeah, he's Got in it. the show. I think every season. He's there now. Living. He's living. Hey. He married an Australian woman. He's living oh, there. Nice. And whenever that happens, I always kind of go, when I think about comics who move to places like Australia. Yeah. You're not moving to Jersey. You're not, you know what I mean? You're not going like to Sacramento where you're still in some viable play of the game of Hollywood mm-hmm. in my stupid facocta head that yeah. I st- still think I'm in somehow. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> these, but they've removed themselves from the game. Yes. And I always go, oh my God, that's such a concession of defeat. That's such a weird right. blah, 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 blah. But meanwhile, Arj is 
killing it. Making money. Tons of money. Oh. Beautiful wife. Oh. Family. Oh. Everyone is so goddamn nice in Australia. It's beautiful. The architecture is beautiful. What are you saying, Bill? It's not that I'm saying I should move to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Give up this stupid pipe dream I have oh, that man. I'm in the business. Yeah. Um. So Arj is just there, looking good, making thirty thousand dollars at a corporate gig. Then he's gonna oh. hang out with his wife. Hey, why don't you? Hey, you and Mahas come hang out with the wife. We'll, we, we'll go to this like rock party late at night. Yeah. Just chilling, dude. That's I would love that. It was, I mean, literally, it was, Brisbane was amazing. I couldn't believe it. It was, in Brisbane, it's like kind of summer there. It's like LA. It's like summer all the time. Yeah. Or like San, closer to San Diego. It's on the water. It's gorgeous. And north of Brisbane is where the Great Barrier Reef is. Now, mm-hmm. I want to do the Great Barrier Reef. Now, in my head, I was like, you go to Australia, you go to the Great Barrier Reef. Right. Not a single person I knew in Australia, I met there, has been to the Great Barrier Reef. <laughs> it's like people in LA in the ocean. Yeah. Like, hey, you want to go to the beach? Go to the why go to the beach? Well, it's an hour away. Ah, uh, really? An hour. Yeah. Do you have to go over the four hundred five to get there? You no way. Park. Like, there are people who live here who never go to the beach. So people in Australia don't go to the Great Barrier Reef. Huh? They don't do it because apparently you have to fly f- from Brisbane to the small town, and then uh, this is the whole fucking thing. I just thought for some reason it just, everything seemed more manageable and smaller, but it was a pain. That then I had to fly from Brisbane black back to Melbourne. Again, did the show with Maz. I don't think I really connect with Maz's audience because they're very Persian. Right. So when I come out, I feel I have my standard opener that Al Madrigal helped me with, where I go, hey, hey guys, probably not what you're expecting. <laughs> I go, but I am an honorary Persian. Woo! <laughs> my blood type is saffron. Now, to me, that joke could eat a bucket of dead dicks. <laughs> That joke is so dumb. My right. blood type is saffron. Yeah. Kills. Kills. <laughs> With his audience, it's like, again, like I could just body surf out of the room right there. They just want to be acknowledged. They want to be acknowledged. Yeah. Yes, I f- we I f- are Persian. I feel like he knows we're Persian. I'm more, <laughs> I'm becoming more and more convinced that as a comic on stage with an audience, your job is to acknowledge the audience's point of view or acknowledge their existence in yes. some way. Your your point of view and what you have to say about vegans and dating and <laughs> whatever the fuck it is, is secondary. Yes. And when you go in there like, I'm saying this, secondary to what their point of view is. Because guess what? If they're all fucking vegan, mm-hmm. they're not going to like you. No. If they're all feminists, they're not going to like a head-pushing joke. So When you're doing your special, everyone's there to see, see you. your thing. Yes. But when you're coming to an away game, you know what I mean? Yeah. You definitely got to... Yeah. Here's what people don't quite realize about comedy, too. To the best comics alive today, I think 80% of comics would agree with this. Louis C.K. and Bill Burr. Sure. Legends. Legends. I've seen Lucy Kay and Bill Burr mm-hmm. at the Laugh Factory yeah. before they were famous, before right. they had their own crowd, just at a Laugh Factory crowd, Bill Burr and Lucy Kay. Sure. Eat dick. Yeah, I'm sure. And I mean, and not like eat dick, like terrible, like the way like Jeff Ross would eat a dick when he was like, no one knew who he was. <laughs> because that was very deliberate on Jeff's part too, you know. But like, they would just go up there and do their stuff and people were just like, who are these old balding gingers like fuck these guys you yeah, can just yeah, see yeah. the audience just looking like ugh you know I'm not yeah and then Dane would come on and smash the room right so um, so there's something about the fact when you are able to call your own audience mm-hmm. then your material is so much stronger because you also have the support and that mandate that collective from the audience. point yeah. of view they know what they're getting exactly so anyway um, you're almost encouraged to go further into your own yes, stuff because you case. have everyone rooting for you. Totally. Yeah. So it's it's a weird when people look at like you look at Bill Burr now just smash every show. Those are the Bill Burr fans. Mm-hmm. You see him without with people who don't know him. It can be tough sometimes. It's kind of funny sometimes. Like people uh, at a lower level of comedy, like we see people at big shows do certain jokes, and we're like, that would not work. Where we're doing jokes, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like sure. the crowds that we're performing to. Yes. <laughs> you couldn't. You couldn't just speak your mind. Like Louis C.K. If he came to the Laugh Factory unknown and he goes, 
you know, abortion, you have to look at it one of two ways. Either you're murdering a baby or you're, or taking, you're taking a shit. Or you're taking a shit. Yeah. Now, that is genius to me. Hilarious. But if he does that at the West Hollywood Laugh Factory 10 years ago, people are going to leave. <laughs> like, fuck you, you if creepy they have, old man. you've never heard of him before, yeah. Um. Anyway, so... <laughs> Brisbane, back to Melbourne, Maz's show. And I do fine. Yeah. I go, I go like, and I love Persian women. Woo, woo, woo. Um, but I don't date Persian women because they won't let me. <laughs> and then I say, oh, oh, but, you know, hey, it'd be fun to disappoint someone else's parents for a change. Uh, <laughs> um, and then that's, that, that <laughs> runs your whole set. That runs the gamut of my of my Persian material. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, vegans. I, like I do, and then I just like let's talk about L.A. women, um, and uh, I do okay in Maz's show, right? Uh, but there's definitely, I it felt very different from Comics Lounge. It felt like these they're they're tolerating me, and they're polite, right? Uh, but the litmus of how well you do in a show is how many people, how well you do as a feature, is how many people come up after the show and they say. I wish you were the headliner. <laughs> right. It's a tough standard to hold yourself to. But I'm, I hear but you, I'm telling you, because yeah. when I opened for Jamie Kennedy for three years, I would hear every show. Yeah. At least a couple people. And and, yeah. and like like when Matt Reif opens for me in Vegas, yeah. I tell him, I go, I hope people say that to you. That's that's that means that's good. Yes. You should have a feature. You should have a feature if you're a headliner, have a feature where people go, I wanted you to be the headliner. Yeah, and if you're a good feature and you're hungry, you should be shooting for that. Yeah, yeah, and right. guess what? Then you'll be a headliner, and guess what? People gonna say that's your feature too. Mm-hmm. So it's just the way it is. And, and so, um, Maz's show never heard that once. Yeah, I think I may have heard that one time from a guy who got mad that he made too many Trump references. You know, but right. literally, like nobody wants at the end of the show. Nobody's try. They're all lining up for Maz. Sure. Um, so that's, that's, but he's, he's a great comic too. So he's hilarious from Melbourne. I'm with Joe White. He's there from Ethiopia, Sudan. We're like, let's drive to Adelaide, which is the final stop of the Australian tour. Now, what's one thing you guys see in, in Australia? The ruse. The fucking ruse, right? The ruse. Maybe the wallas. Maybe the wallas. But the ruse, the ruse, ruse the, the headliner of Australia. the ruse, outnumber people in Australia. This is a fact because I want people to learn facts. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. That's why they listen. Ruse, outnumber people in Australia four to one. What? I may have made that up, but I think that's true. I think it's four to one. It might be like three to one. Okay. <laughs> but there are more kangaroos than people. That's okay. that's a hundred percent fact. Right. They just rule the whole city. Yeah. This comic named Jim Delakis, I guess he's still around doing stuff. He would do a boat. Like, I'm from Australia. And people say, yeah. They just assume, like, you go to the bank, there's a kangaroo at the tail. Like, cash out credits. Huh? <laughs> and it'll fucking murder. I'm like, that's the worst joke I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Anyway. Well, he um, did that on stage. That was his opener. That's been his opener for the past 10 years, like 20 <laughs> years. Yeah. He goes, I'm from Australia. And everyone's like, you go to the bank, and the kangaroo's going to be the teller. And he's like, Checking your savings, sir. He does like a little kangaroo face and he yeah. hops away. <laughs> okay. I'm like, fucking kill me. Kill me if I ever see that joke again. That's his, and, and I saw, he he showed me a tape from like 96. Mm-hmm. And I worked with him like two years ago. And he did he opened with it. And I was like, oh my God. Kill me if I'm doing the same joke 20 years later. <laughs> uh, anyway, so he'll never listen to this. So <laughs> yeah. we're driving and, I, and he goes, Joe's like, well, on the way, there's a, there's a, Sanctuary, an animal sanctuary, mm-hmm. a kangaroo sanctuary. Now we, we're at a deadline to get to Adelaide for the show. I'm like, fuck it, we're going to the sanctuary. Now you go into the sanctuary, and it costs like whatever, fucking nothing, like five bucks. There are kangaroos everywhere. I mean, just hopping around, just everywhere. Like you're walking the path to see the wombat cage, and the kangaroos like in the way. And this is safe? I guess so. I don't know if these kangaroos are just a special type of kangaroo, but but they they were everywhere. And I'm like, kangaroos must not be violent. 
see Kangaroo Jack was right when I, I've seen the movie Kangaroo, Kangaroo Jacks, and I've also seen videos of just jacked kangaroos who are just incredibly muscular, like yeah. banging against people's glass windows, yeah. and like clawing. So I kind of assumed that they, I heard that they can be violent. These kangaroos look kind of small kangaroos. Right. Maybe they had a certain type. Yeah, there might be a certain maybe just breed of, only of kangaroo that is non-violent and just small because none of these kangaroos stood up and like at human level. Yeah. Like I wasn't going to have a boxing match with any of these kangaroos. Right. But they were everywhere and then they light the weirdest you'd see one lying down and then you'd see like out of the belly like two little feet like two little claws <laughs> coming out of the belly yeah. it looked like alien the movie oh. it looked aliens but but the little joey in the in the pouch a little joey um and i'm talking about walking around chilling i mean i have videos i could show you hundreds i think i saw some on uh, on the instagram just ridiculous check you, out bill dog's instagram yeah. you lay down and then like like lay down with you and they would eat like my paper bag with seed in it. So beautiful, magical, amazing. I love Australia. Oh my God, let's drive to Adelaide. On the way from the sanctuary to Adelaide, we must have passed about 20 dead kangaroos. Oh my God. These things cannot get off. They cannot keep off the fucking road. Yeah. They're worse than deer. Maybe they're depressed. Yeah. Do you think kangaroos are trying to kill themselves? I'm telling you. You know how you see, you drive in like Vermont and you'll see a dead deer or two yeah, on a two-hour drive, we saw 20. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a lot. On a seven-hour drive, we saw about 15, 20 kangaroos. Big ones? I mean, it's hard to just see a fucking heap. And Australians, being Australian, they get, they're getting out and they're like moving it to the side. And, yeah. Um, so here's the best part. Here's the best story, though. Check this shit out. So I'm driving the car because I got a rental car. I'm driving on the wrong side. Mm-hmm. Also, when you're driving on the wrong side of the of the car and the road, you're using a different arm usually. I'm le- so I'm using my. I can't really. So I'm probably swerving a little bit. Now, as we're driving, Joe starts telling me a story about his family uh, from the Sudan, how they were grew up in the streets and he, they'd have to like beg for food to live. It was a mother and six children. Sure. Now, he just launches into this. And his sister. <laughs> well, I was asking him questions, but oh, his sister. He had he had like a beautiful sister who was like 12, which meant that everybody in Sudan, male, wanted to rape her. Oh, my God. And they wanted to kidnap her. So what they did was the mom got a rope tied around herself, the other kid, the other kid, the other kid, three on one side, three on the other side, tied up with rope. Oh, my God. And they'd go to sleep. Then when the rapist came, i.e. any man in Sudan came to kidnap the daughter, the rope would pull and they wouldn't be able to get the daughter. And then the it was like a homeless. It was like a homeless chastity belt. That is horrifying. Isn't that the craziest thing you've ever heard? Yes. And it wasn't. By the way, it wasn't just the daughter they're trying to kidnap and rape. Sometimes they would want to like, hey, let's have a boy. Any of them. Also, they would they would want to kidnap the boy to become a child soldier. Yeah. Um, because that was a big thing. I, I, I don't shit. know what's north of Sudan, whatever the the bordering countries. They would try to take him to the other country as a child soldier. So he's telling me the story, and I'm like. And his sister like won't talk to the family anymore because his sister got, you know, because what happened to her, she ended up marrying her rapist and all. I mean, oh it's just like God. awful stuff, like everything that you hear about. And yeah, and um, we take and I'm so much mesmerized. I'm going, what the fuck? God, boop, 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 boop. the cops, the popo, Australian fuck. cops, Australian cops, popo. I pull over, um, roll down the window. He comes up. How you going? They also say that, how you going? How you going? Not how you doing, how you going. Yeah. The first time s- someone Good said- Good day. I, was, I saw a, a construction- Oh, here's another weird thing. The construction workers, hard hats and shit like that, are hot women yeah. in Australia. Huh. They're all hot women? A lot of them are. Really? I said that in the fr- first show. I go, you would never- The only way you'd see a hot woman in LA wearing a hard hat- is if she was doing community service after a, a DUI, <laughs> um, which is completely true. Right. But these are just hot women right. with Instagram accounts. Their day job is they put on a hard hat and they- They build shit. They, they, I don't know if they build shit, but they, they, I think they do like safety, like r- traffic light shit. And, right. You know. Well, that's cool. 
Um, it was just very bizarre to me that I, that like why would why would you? But what happened? You had a you had an OD. <laughs> you're, you're working off some sort of like criminal offense. No, they're Australian just like, women are tough, man. They're... No, this is just their job. They wake up, they do this. They're not. They're, it's not the because of a program. What, what's it called? Where you do that? Like, uh, what's it called when you get you fuck up and you have to like do community ser- community service? Is that it? It's just community service. Yeah. I guess. Okay. DUI. <laughs> I think there's another word too. Anyway, so she um, uh, so he's telling me a story. Cops pull me over. I'm like, oh fuck. He comes. Like, How you going? Oh, she she said, How you going? And I said, It's I a woman know. cop. Uh, no, no. Or or. or the hot construction worker said, "How you going?" Oh, how you going? And I didn't know what she meant. I was like, "I'm I, probably Uber." <laughs> um, oh that joke didn't work when I said it in Sydney, but but it's true. So he goes, "How you going?" I go, "Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. I, I have a. Uh, I'm so sorry. How, was I going fast?" He goes, "Ah, uh, yeah, I'd say." I go, "Well, the speedometer. I go, I'm, I'm from America. The speedometer is in kilometers. I don't. I'm not quite cl- clear what the what the you know. Right. Does, it doesn't say MPH, so I don't know." He goes, ah, well, you know, you were also like overtaking cars because there's only one lane you have to overtake. He goes, you're overtaking cars. You're kind of weaving a little bit. I go, I'm no, I'm sorry, I'm not used to driving this way. He goes, a bit of a hurry, are you? And I go, I have a gig in Adelaide in like five hours, so I guess I'm kind of like, yeah, in a hurry. Yeah. He goes, what do you mean gig? I go, I'm I'm a stand-up comic. And he goes, huh? Hmm. He goes, you got your, you got your um Instagram. He goes, you got your uh, papers for the vehicle. Yeah, and uh, I I didn't have any. I like well, I don't need these fucking papers. I threw them out or something. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't, I, I don't have any paper. I left them somewhere. I was like, uh, no, I don't have any papers. And he's like, ah, oh, okay, license. I gave him my license, and he gets my license, and he walks back to his car. And Joe, the black dude from Sudan, is like, you're fucked, man. Yeah, like you know, like y- you were going th- thirty kilometers over the limit. Yeah. You were you were like reckless. Oh, the cop said he goes. I got you for illegal overtaking, reckless driving. You were going like thirty kilometers over the limit. Reckless blah, blah. driving. He said you've been following me for fifteen minutes, for ten minutes, ten fifteen minutes, and he goes back to his car. And I'm like, oh, he goes. What time do you have to be at your gig? I have to be there at six. And he goes, hmm, like ah, uh, like I'm not gonna be there at six. And right. I'm like, oh my god, I'm totally fucked. So I'm waiting in the car and I'm looking in the rearview mirror and I see him with his sunglasses and he's like looking down at something, his partner looking out, like no expression. And Joe's like, you might miss your show. You might have to go to like jail for reckless, wherever the fuck it is. Oh my God. I'm going, I go to, here I am, another jail story. Damn. In Australia. Five minutes later, he comes back and he goes, are you married? And I'm thinking maybe there's a William Dawes. It's not an uncommon name in Australia. Mm Mm-hmm. William Dawes in Australia, who like murdered his wife and family, and is on the <laughs> lamb. Oh my god! Maybe there's a wrong, and I'm 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 like no, never married. He goes, yeah. Well, me and the missus, we're having a bit of a separation right now, so I really like just stay single bit. <laughs> he looked you up on. He YouTube? looked me up on YouTube. <laughs> oh my god! And I went, wait, what? I go, oh, the stay single bit. He goes, he goes, yeah, I can relate. <laughs> I go, I go, I go, did you think it was funny? He goes, well, I'm going to let you off the ticket. <laughs> they do like you in Australia. I swear to God. And I was, Joe was, Joe was next to me like fuming. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> and then he goes, he goes, he goes, I go, oh man. <laughs> Thank you. He was like, yeah, man, women, right? <laughs> and then he wrote me an official warning. He, yeah. goes, he goes, look, he goes, we got, we got dash cams. We, I have to sh- sh- hand you something, mm-hmm. but this just, just, it's just a souvenir for you. Like, just take this as a souvenir. Oh my God. And, uh, you don't, obviously you don't have to pay it and it's going to disappear in like a couple months. You, whenever, you, when you come back, it won't be here. You know, it won't be a problem. I was like, thanks man. And we left. I was driving, Joe was like, that was the most white privilege shit <laughs> I've ever seen in my yeah. fucking life. I was like, that's that white privilege. That's solid comedy, that's motherfucker. The, yeah, for sure. That's good yeah. old-fashioned American comedy. If I had bombed in that bit, you'd still got the ticket. Yeah. You know By I mean? the way, not a great bit. Popular, but though. It's my most popular bit on the on the Laugh Factory YouTube. and, and a I've, lot of broken I've, hearts out I've, there. You know what I thought about it? Oh, did I tell you this, by the way? What? 
I think I told you this. Glad you didn't take that one down, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There are others I should take down. <laughs> but let me tell you about the Stay mm-hmm. Single bit. I've been contacted by a few people saying, just so you know, your video is getting popular on the MGTOW sites. MGTOW? Does anyone listening right now know what MGTOW is? Let me put it this way. The people who just shot up El Paso. Oh, shit. And fucking. Is that like the incel community? Incel community, man. Mm. Nerds who can't get laid are digging my shit. <laughs> Which is hilarious because I can't not get laid. <laughs> <laughs> kidding. That was for your benefit. Anyway, um, <laughs> so is that crazy? So uh-huh. incels are passing my shit around about staying single. Like, yeah, that's right, man. Stay single. Fuck, don't be with women. Be a man. Uh-huh. So MGTOW is men going their own way. Which is, is the that? shittiest acronym ever. That's horrible. MGTOW. Men going their own way. Men going their own way. Meaning you don't need a woman to have fulfillment and destiny and purpose in the world. Yeah. You, find, you know, well, it's it's good, it's, it's thinly theory. veiled it's thinly veiled misogyny. Right. Is what it is. Um and I'm their king. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh my god. So incels and Australian cops going through with divorce. The, the loneliness that they can't escape from. Yeah. But what was interesting about that, the reason the stay single bit I think is popular is because I Went through that breakup about a week before that bit. Yeah. And this was a really hard breakup for mm-hmm. me. And I feel like I'm about to cry the whole the whole bit. You're kind of like, is I'm that like, like you're disheveled? You got the loose tie? No. This is no? me just wearing like a, a hoodie. And I'm just like, I'm like, stay, oh, don't be, don't have a girlfriend. Don't fall in love. Oh, you're going to break up. It doesn't matter. It's all fucking stupid. Right. Because even a douchebag like you with your feet, with your arms folded, your feet on the stage, with your backwards wiggity, wiggy wiggy hat, you're going to be like, yes, dear, whatever you want, whatever you want. Like a fucking loser at some point <laughs> mm-hmm. because that's what happens in every relationship. And that has become apparently a little viral on the incel sites. Wow. So now I think <laughs> someone's going to shoot me. Oh, no. And I don't think or so. someone's going to put me in their manifesto. That would be fucked up. That would be fucked up, and be, yet I kind of want it to happen too. Stop! Just for the publicity. Look, how about yeah? How about a manifesto gets written, but no one gets killed, only injured. So I get that the press, okay. but no one dies. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we go. Maybe a mass stabbing. You know go, what I mean? We do the Adelaide show. Um, again, they're not. You know, Smaz's crowd. Sure. It's tough. I can't. I can't ever really, truly, truly crack the nut. Um. And then we go to, um, and then the next day, fly out to Singapore. So Singapore, what do you know about Singapore, Tommy? Not much. Is is Moss performing there too? Is that part of the tour? Yeah, that's part of the tour. Okay. Now, they also booked me to headline my own show after Moss left. Nice. So I guess the the booker, LA Comedy Live, she liked me. She said, we want to book your own show after Moss. Hmm. So I do the show with Moss, and it's, I don't know, a thousand people or something like that this is beautiful amazing theater yeah my show 50 people in a bar 50 <laughs> people in a bar sold out so my material had to be pre-approved in order to get licensed by the singapore government huh because there's something about singapore that is very creepy because Singapore is probably the most beautiful city I've ever been in my life. Yeah. The architecture is unbelievable. If you sell cr- crazy rich Asians, you know how like a lot of movies, they'll, they'll have like the tableau shots, they'll have like the montage shots of, of cities. Sure, and then you sure. go to that city, you're like, actually, this city is a piece of shit. But you somehow manage to make Cleveland look cool. Mm-hmm. Singapore is just like crazy rich Asians. It's just like wow. Disneyland. It's, everything's perfect and clean and beautiful. It's illegal to chew gum. What? Yeah, you can't. They don't sell gum in Singapore because it's illegal. If you're caught chewing gum, cut it's, your tongue off. I don't think they cut your tongue off, but I think they cut your butt off. It's definitely like I think you can get jailed for it. What? And I think they might cane you. Cane you? Well, I don't know about chewing gum for about caning, but if you spit, like if you were to spit your gum on the sidewalk, for example, yeah, you would be caned. It would be cane. So spitting what is does illegal. What mean? That means they, they beat take you with a cane. cane and they beat you with it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know how fucking explicit you want me to beat That's Tommy. Fucking hilarious, but you know. Hold on. Do we have it? Do you understand? Do you know what caning is? Can you explain what caning is? Do you know? Do you know what it is? You were in Singapore. 
Yes. Okay. 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 She's looking up. So, uh, spitting that. And, and so, you know, when I was doing my show, I was like, you guys can't spit or chew gum or criticize the government, which is basically all we do in America. Yeah. Are those three things. (laughs) Basically. Those three things are 40% of an American life. Yeah. You spit, you chew gum and you criticize the government. Um, Hold on. So let me repeat that. So you can chew gum, but you can't sell it. And the punishment is two years in jail and a hundred thousand dollars fine. Hundred thousand dollar fine. Or a hundred thousand. Incredible. So if you if you walk in Manhattan, I like the caning though. I'm kind of into that. There was a part of me that wanted to be caned. (laughs) You son of a bitch. Just a little bit. You know what I mean? Because yeah. first of all, if I can't get on, if, if I can't get on, this is not happening on Comedy Central. Getting caned in Singapore, then fuck you, Bookers. Yeah, because that's a story that should be told. Hey man, the Egypt story ain't bad. I think it's pretty good. I don't know how I get in touch with those people. Anyway, yeah. so um, <laughs> yeah, I kind of wanted to be caned. So they, so they, I had they said, oh, I want to do my joke about threesomes, which is such a great joke. Yeah. My threesome joke. Mm-hmm. Why are you looking at me? Tom, it's a solid joke. No, it's a good joke. And then I want to do the joke about the gay gym. Yeah. A lot of gay going on in both those jokes. And they were like, what do you mean? What's the threesome joke? I go, oh, it's not. It's no dirty words. How gay does it get? <laughs> okay, fine. I won't do it. <laughs> then they found the article. I go, the gay gym bit. I just talk about like turning gay a little bit if someone stares you at the gym. And they go... How gay do you? T- and I was like, How forget gay it. Do you turn? I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do. The- I was like, forget. It. I'm not going to do those jokes. I'm just How going. Gay I'm just going to talk I'm about just do the thong bit traffic and food and whatever <laughs> else. By the way, anywhere you go in the world, make fun of vegans. It works. Yeah. Anywhere in the world, people hate vegans. Everywhere. I can't believe it. That was the one thing in Maz's show. Like, if I just go, I date a girl from a, a different race. People yeah. like burgers, man. I'm Irish American. She's vegan. <laughs> Vegans are a race. They're a race of people who avoid anything derived from joy. Bah, 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 bah. Kidding. <laughs> Biggest laugh is veganism is not a race. It's a disease, and it affects. Ah, bah, bah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They hate vegans everywhere on the planet, particularly Australia. So, which is where I'm going to move. It's because they ain't. They haven't eaten a veggie grill yet. Shout out <laughs> to Veggie Grill. It's our new sponsor. Oh yeah, maybe yeah. we can get Veggie Grill to sponsor us. Yeah. How do you get the? That would be a hilarious. But the idea of getting for you to get the idea of getting vegans to do anything that doesn't involve like animal rights or something, mm-hmm. like oh, you want to be a part of a podcast? Is your podcast about saving baby seals? You can get them to make their own jewelry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got an Etsy page probably. Yeah. So I do Mazda show Singapore. No one gives a shit. I headline my show in front of fifty people, not to brag, and um, not. Not not great. Not great. But I'm I'm saying whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. And one of the things I said about Singapore is there's something about Singapore because it's so perfect. Like you get out of the airport. The airport is perfect. The drive from the airport is completely manicured. Like rose bushes and like daffodils. Like the whole yeah. like perfect like, like Disneyland. Set. Like a movie set. To the point where I was convinced someone was going to like turn to me and just look around and be like, Help me. <laughs> Get me out of here. Yeah, yeah. Like, there has to be like, that. Like, one of the cardboard walls falls down, revealing just people in a cage. Yeah, well, it was almost like we're, like the Matrix. This is what yeah. the Matrix, this is the Matrix ultimate design with Singapore. Wow. They were able to trick humanity into a blase, pointless, meaningless existence by creating Singapore, where there's just music piping in through the bushes everywhere. Wow. There's a place called Gardens of the Bay, which you can Google, and you go there, and hundreds of people, they sit around, and they look up at like a, a big light show where they, they play goofy music, and just like, everyone's like, oh my God. And then Marina Bay Sands is the big infinity pool. Wow. On the, the highest infinity pool, and the biggest infinity pool in the world, mm-hmm. and you just sit there and look out to the beautiful city of Singapore. Was with it the, fun? With the Merlin. I mean, it was, it was so kind of perfect that it made me think that there had to be underground like slaves slaves fucking like peddling to make the city run can't trust yeah there has to be weird there has to be weird sex 
sex trafficking going on in Singapore. <laughs> that is such a, like a comics mentality, though. Upon seeing like this perfect state, just being like, "Nah, man." No one raised their voice at all. Yeah. Bad traffic, zero road rage. Truman Show. Perfect manicured hedges, no Mexicans. Come on, man. <laughs> Something creepy. is seriously wrong with Singapore. What, what are people in Singapore called? Singaporeans? Singaporeans, more like it. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> Carnegie Hall? Um, they, they're, they're, and I was like, what is the business for Singapore? Mm-hmm. Is it just, it's only 53 years old, the country. Mm. I go, what is the business for Singapore? And they said it's oil refinery. Uh. So in other words, and that sounds shady. It sounds to me like a bunch of Arab countries are coming by with oil, getting it refined. <laughs> whatever the fuck that yeah, means. Whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> refined. Getting refined. Taking, taking this oil to school. Yeah. Show them how to raise their pinky where they're drinking their tea. Cleaning oil? Yeah. What's that mean? Just getting rubbing oil? oil? Yeah. Make the ho- making the oil all pretentious and shit. Yeah, man. Um, so I don't know much about Singapore other than the fact that Fucking they told me if I, if I say oil. anything about the government, I'll go to jail. If Damn. I spit into gum, I'll go to jail. And that if I do anything, whatever, bad, I could get caned. Publicly <laughs> caned. Publicly caned? Oh, that's the whole point. The whole it's out po- in public. The deterrent is that it's public, is that you get caned publicly. Damn. Same way in like Saudi Arabia, you get you beheaded would love that. publicly. <laughs> I mean, if someone's videoing it and I got some press from it, and I was able to get like, I mean, we all, look, we'll accept horrible things happening if it means we get a TV show yeah. on ABC. Yeah. <laughs> or a Netflix special. <laughs> Or a 15-minute, this is not happening on YouTube. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Just get someone, please like me. Someone came me. Um, so, yeah, Singapore, my, my headline, I did an hour. Um, it did okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, I went to Borneo and looked at fucking orangutans and sun bears. What's and, a sun bear? Uh, a sun bear is like a, a bear that's small. <laughs> it's like cool. a black bear, but small, so you think it's cuter. Oh. And then... Proboscis monkeys, you know what those are? No. Nah. Those are the monkeys with the big ass noses. They oh. look like cartoon fake monkeys because yeah, their noses I think are I've seen a huge. Video of them. They look like giant dicks. <laughs> um, yeah. And you look at them in their natural habitat in the wild. You right. take a boat cruise, you look at them jumping around the trees. Um, them boku bokus. So yeah, I did that shit. That that's when the diarrhea kicked in, and I was so happy. I was able to avert it for so long, but eventually. This is diarrhea from Singapore. You're thinking? Eventually, you, you, you're a week on the road, different countries, mm-hmm. and you're Singapore, and then Borneo, you're getting diarrhea. <laughs> the question is how, how much <laughs> or how little. Right. Um, it got pretty bad. <laughs> I probably have Zika virus right now. God I'm dying. damn. Anyway, um, so yeah, that was it, man. Then uh, flew back to Singapore and uh, got here two days ago. Yeah. Welcome back. Yeah. That was it, man. Any questions you have about any of these, any of these travels, any of these countries, Tommy? Shoot. I don't know. I, uh, would I, you rather go to Australia or Singapore or Borneo, based on what I said? I mean, based on what you said, probably Australia. I'm, I'm interested in the comedy scene. Yeah. The uh, I'm curious what they like comedy-wise in a place like Singapore. Well, they told me that they don't like anything, cr- like they're really averse to anything crude. Anything crude, yeah. So in other words, my set. <laughs> Do you think Jim Gaffigan would kill in Singapore? Oh my God, Jim Gaffigan, would, they would make him that president. That makes sense if you just look at like the landscape, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, they, they, they not- don't like anything sexual or crude. <laughs> Anytime I said, I'm trying to think, I did my normal set. Yeah. Um, but every time I got a little bit like, they got like really weird about like, <gasps> they got a little bit put off that anything mention mention of sex. No one argues there. Like you won't hear anyone raise their voice. Weird. weird that man. is weird. Because I mean, and here's another weird fun fact about Singapore. Very, very high suicide rate. I bet. Comparable. Same with Japan, I heard. Yeah. Because they got like a similar, like the streets are perfectly clean. Mm-hmm. They're very respectful. Because in order to create a society that's that conformed, you yes. you have to suppress individual liberty. Mm-hmm. And when you suppress individual liberty and whatever their natural compulsion and manifest yeah, yeah. destiny is in their soul, that they will feel they don't have purpose. Right. 
and they'll kill themselves. You know, I bet there's like a raging punk scene there or something. There's some underground. There's got to be on. some underground. No, but here's the weird thing: because you go to Salt Lake, you go to that crowd. You go to Salt Lake City. There's a huge underground scene. Yeah, yeah. Particularly punk in Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. That's my. But sister. place like Singapore, the infrastructure is so intense. Yeah. And the laws are so stringent about what you can and can't do that yeah. I don't think it gives rise to. So I think that the only underworld in Singapore is like the deep, dark, dark web shit, like sex, sex trafficking oh, no. and awful shit that nobody can see. Yeah. But it's got to be there. We got to no wait doubt. for the next Liam Neeson movie to find out how it's happening. Anytime you got money and rules, there's something afoot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anytime, like, I think anytime there's public canings yeah. or beheading. That, damn, as they do beheading. No, but I'm talking about in Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia, right. Any countries that sort of condone and promulgate that type of yeah. like capital and corporal punishment, That's... I just think it's, you know, you're talking about a society that is... Um, Violence as a spectacle. You know what I mean? It's a society that's so uh, caught up in the idea of what they want to present who they are to the world. Yeah. That we're a perfect society. This is, hey world, this is who we are. So insecure. Anything, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like the insecure guy yeah. who's got everything, who secretly beats his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. That's you know? exactly, and they literally do that. It's like the rich guy with the yachts who's, who who has like a small dick that doesn't work. Yeah, man. You know, so that's my that's my analysis of Singapore. It's a rich guy with a yacht who has a dick that doesn't quite work. <laughs> that makes no sense. <laughs> it kind of does though. Um, and Australia, a big old dick. Big old dick. Big old dick's dick in working. Australia. Dick's working, but they're now. nice. Australia yeah. is like, Australia is like. If if <laughs> Trump said "Make America Great Again," he really should say "Make America Australia," yeah. again, because I think there was a point in America where it was close. Because Australia is like the wokeness of America now, with the simplicity and like politeness of America in the fifties. Yeah, you know. So let's no move there, Tommy. Anyway, um, I think that's it. I think we, yeah. I think we covered uh, every, uh, all the travels. No more questions. No, that's a good, good episode. Okay. Welcome yeah. back. Well, thank you, man. Next time we'll talk about um, premature ejaculation with yep. Tommy Wakefield. Mel Kegels. Okay. Bye. Bye. It's the after laugh, after laugh. Welcome to the after laugh, after laugh, after laugh. <laughs> after laugh, man. <laughs> Go ahead, pull up a chair. <laughs>